It's the KPI Cafe, a place where conversations happen that aspire to elevate retail automotive. I'm your host, Dane Seville, brand and public relations manager for Reunion Marketing, a full service digital marketing agency that graciously affords me this platform to bring you perspectives and insights from thought leaders across a full spectrum of disciplines. As always, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Paisans, welcome back to the KPI Cafe. You know, here's the thing, right? Life is full of terminology. And life is chock full of terminology when you work in digital marketing for retail automotive, especially those dastardly acronyms. Am I right? VDP, SRP, CRM, DMS, SEO, CRO, PPC, OTT, AIA, KPI, CTV, RO, ROAS. And that's just right off the top of my head. Then we continually hear or talk about AI, digital retailing or remote retailing, culture, more. Well, today I want to discuss a term that you've likely heard, but maybe haven't committed to make it part of your dictionary, your ecosystem. Tribe. Now, I used to always associate the term tribe with the movie Major League, the Cleveland Indians, Ricky Wild Thing Vaughn. And in like most sports movies, it's not until the players stop thinking about themselves and start thinking about the team do they overcome. In the context of Major League, it's beating the Yanks. Just like in the movies, it's the notion of thinking beyond yourself that you build your tribe. But I'll get to that in just a minute. When I hear someone talking about building a tribe, I relate it to team sports, naturally. The tribe exists around a common goal, and when they all coalesce around that goal and genuinely work toward bringing it to fruition, an inherent trust builds among all those teammates. So that's a necessary step to start building a tribe. What's the goal? What do you want to do? What can you share with others? What is it? It's not about you. It's about a greater community, a greater good. And it must be authentic. If you really want a tribe, that thing, that goal has to be a genuine desire. Because if it's not, you'll eventually be exposed. Might take days, might take months, might take years, but it will happen. When you have that goal, Start leveraging your network to expand it with other people who will resonate with your message. Because the people in your tribe are those who rely on you to do your job and you rely on them to do theirs. The tribe exists because everyone is actively participating. Again, it's not about you. You're not the tribe leader. You're the tribe facilitator, the consigliere. So what do I mean by do your part? I'll use myself an example. I wanted to build a tribe around elevating automotive digital marketing. At first, I was only reaching out to actual digital marketers, internet managers, BDC managers, et cetera. But they're not the only stakeholders in the dealership's marketing. No. So how can I expand the audience but still hold on to the core principle of elevating digital marketing? Well, the core content I create, the articles I write for digital dealer marketing magazine, or the digital dealer newspaper, any linked uh, newsletter, I mean, or any LinkedIn article I write, or any clubhouse room that I join, it's related to digital marketing. 
and I relaunched, and I really need to dedicate more time to it, the video series Dealer U. It's, it's all about digital marketing. You know, we only have reunion marketing people on that series to talk about digital marketing components. To expand the tribe of people who can also get excited about this notion is allowing this podcast, the KPI Cafe, to cover new topics outside of that scope. Now I can connect with people uh, about mental health tips, leadership insights, pains of growing a small business, culture needs, so on and so forth. And as I grow my connections who will then see that other core content, I'm continually working towards that goal. So really, it's about content creation and content reaction. So the creation part, write blogs, write, you know, create, well, a podcast. Leverage tools like Canva to create social media graphics. Have profiles on platforms where your audiences consumes media. Go on LinkedIn, Clubhouse, YouTube, Instagram. Maybe for you, for you it's also TikTok. But it's also content reaction. Get on those platforms, react, comment, reshare with your own commentary. But remember, all of that content needs to be purposeful, it needs to have value and substance. Creating for the sake of creation is like spinning your wheels in mud. If you want to get traction, the traction your wheels get is the value you provide. Now you may be saying, Dane, I just don't have the time to continually create new stuff. Okay, here's the deal. I do this KPI Cafe podcast. Not the only thing I do, right? Just part of what I, what I, what I produce for Reunion. But when I record, I don't, I don't just record the audio. There's a video file too. I re-listen to the entire podcast episode and find what I believe to be one of the most poignant moments. Now, that has to be up to no more than 10 minutes. Why? Because I can then natively post to LinkedIn. Yeah, everything I do gets posted to LinkedIn as it's my primary platform. And then Facebook if I choose to. Regardless, I keep it to 10 minutes, to, you know, no more than, to offer a, a quick chunk of insights. I also find a single one-minute clip in the episode. It has to be something significant. I call it a shot of truth. And those are posted natively across all my channels, including Twitter. Then I have a quote post, right? I find just, I pull out the one quote and I create a social media graphic out of that. And then I create the graphic that just has the title of the actual episode itself. So right there, right there, all those different pieces that will resonate because they're all related to that piece of content. And I didn't reinvent the wheel. I didn't continue to like try to produce new, new, new. I used what I had and I turned that into multiple pieces. So I have a minimum of what, four or five pieces of content and I can create more than that if I want to. I pop back into Canva and I just changed change the sentence. Right? I changed the image a little bit. I alter the graphic a little bit. So you're creating content for your tribe around the common goal. But maintaining a tribe isn't just about creating for them. Like I said, it's again, it's also engaging with them. You need to be connected to the members of your tribe, not just connected like friends on Facebook or, you know, first degree of separation on LinkedIn because your tribe, which for the record can be say 10 people. So let me break my thought down here. Let, let's go down this rabbit hole. A tribe doesn't have to be tens of thousands of people. Let's just, let's just, get, rid, let's just get rid of that preconceived notion. Your tribe is as many people as who share your goal or vision or objective. Your tribe should be deliberately as small as possible because it's so specific to a single thing. And the thing is that it will naturally grow as you authentically engage with your tribe. More people connect to the tribe will see the engagement. 
the thought sharing, the thought leadership, the ideation, the exchange. And among those people will be more who share the goal and they'll engage. They'll share thoughts. They'll want to be part of the exchange. I mean, that's part of what made Clubhouse so appealing, right? This takes persistence, takes time, it takes commitment. Tribes are organically built. And like most things that are done organically, there's no silver bullet, no matter what a guru might tell you. So why put so much work into building a tribe? It's the same answer as how you build it. Trust. Simple as that. I mean, what is the biggest issue with retail automotive? Consumers have a lack of trust in dealers. And let's be honest, dealers have a lack of trust in many vendors. So that trust, the people in your tribe will trust your judgment. They'll come to you to ask questions. They'll want to connect at in-person conferences. They'll come up, they'll, they'll, they'll come to you to confirm or refute something. They'll come to you with referrals. They'll think of you when the topic comes up. And as long as you stay true to your mission, as long as you keep sharing genuinely helpful information, the dividends will naturally come because you're providing value to more and more people. Content builds value. Value builds trust. Trust builds revenue. And even when it doesn't build revenue, it builds relationships. I have a number of friends in this industry who trust what I say, but stick with their current digital marketing partner because they like them. And that partner is at least, they're at least content with the results that they're getting from that partner. And that's okay. I don't place a dollar value on friendships. I'm actually happy there are other great digital marketing agencies out there because they force us to innovate, to be on our toes, to be better today than we were yesterday, and even better tomorrow than we were today. Yes, your competitors can be part of your tribe. Now, I'll put a caveat on this and say that this aspect of your tribe should be limited to those who truly believe and have that same goal in heart, and they're not just using it to serve themselves. Are there digital marketing agencies out there that I know are doing great work for dealers? Absolutely. Are there digital marketing agencies out there that I know are doing really garbage work for dealers? Absolutely. Now, the, the agencies are doing great work for their dealer partners. You'll likely see pictures of me with them. You'll see these folks and me at every single in-person conference, whether it's you know on the floor uh, during the conference or out having a drink afterwards. And you'll likely eventually hear them on this podcast. Hell, if you go back to when KPI Cafe was a short-form video blog, I are, I've already had direct competitors on to share their thoughts, their thought leadership. Why? Because they have things to say that I think are genuinely valuable, and I'm not going to have my tribe miss out on those ideas. Again, remember the tribe isn't about you. It's about the tribe. It's about the goal. Set ego and self-service aside. We keep hearing the term servant leader. And while anyone can use that term to label themselves, the real servant leaders will have tremendous engagement because they've generally connected a tribe together. Brian Benstock has a tribe. Lori Foster has a tribe. Paul Daly has a tribe. Carrie Wise has a tribe. Why? Because they speak truths that aspire to accomplish a goal that coalesces people in retail automotive, whether it's profitability or pushing back or being better together or improving culture. They all want retail automotive to elevate, to change for the better. That's the work of a tribe, to leave things better than they found them. And here's the thing, your goals can evolve too. 
like I said, the tribe I initially tried to start building was purely digital marketing and retail automotive, right? I only had digital marketers on. I only was trying to get digital marketers to listen. But there were other issues I saw dealers trying to navigate, wanting answers to. So I expanded the tribe to be a little more all-inclusive, but still keeping that four fo core focus on digital marketing, right? As I embraced naturally, authentically embraced these other things, and I, and I grow the tribe that's connecting with content, they're still going to get that core content of what I'm really, really, truly trying to do. My goal may evolve again. Perhaps trying to expand in that way diluted the tribe. Perhaps I lost tribe members because of that fact, because it was no longer focused on their singular goal, that the KPI was no longer, KPI Cafe was no longer just about digital marketing, you know, better marketing for their dealership. And these efforts might became less meaningful to them. That's the journey of tribe building. I'm still early in my journey. There are some I see that are way more successful sooner because they found their voice faster. They knew more acutely what that goal was and inherently had more trust among their peers. Look, I'm a vendor in retail automotive. I know that dealers would naturally trust other dealers more than me, and I don't fault anyone but bad vendors for that. But I'm still going to work towards that. Still finding the way, and you'll find yours. At the end of the day, you don't need to be a Gary Vee or a Grant Cardone. You need to be you the genuine you and communicate that message through content. You'll find your way. You'll find your tribe, but you need to do the work. You need to put in the sweat equity because you cannot expect people to trust you. You have to construct that faith one brick at a time. That's how you build a tribe. And it's hard. Believe me, there are days where I wonder if I'm providing the value that I think I am. There are days when I wonder if I need to take a break, walk away, and figure things out. Then there are days where I have terrific conversations or get some awesome piece of feedback from someone, and I see the value I gave to at least one person. I continually try to think of ways to create new iterations of this podcast or conceive of new content to do. And sometimes I hesitate to pull the trigger because I'm afraid that it's going to fall flat. I'm afraid of failure. I wonder sometimes why I don't talk more about copywriting and the craft of storytelling because that's who I fundamentally am. And that's what I've been my whole life, a storyteller. But Reunion Marketing is an SEO-focused, SEM-focused, Facebook-focused digital marketing agency. We're not doing branding. That's outside of our wheelhouse. But I'm still a storyteller. I still have, I still have information and facts and, and tips and insights from my years of, of working, even out before reunion, that are valuable. So if you're being too hard on yourself or don't think you have what it takes to start building a tribe, you do. Take it from a guy that has that same struggle almost every single day. Well, guys, that's it for me today. I spilled my guts, made myself a little bit vulnerable to you today. I hope that you got some value out of the idea of building a tribe and, and really what it means. And maybe, maybe even if you don't build a tribe, maybe, maybe that gives you insights on how to join a tribe. Maybe you look for those things, these qualities, these efforts and other people to join a tribe and, and continue to, to understand how they're building it to then maybe build your own one day. Maybe you're not just at that, at that level of comfortability, of comfortability yet. Maybe you still need to feel like you need to hone your chops a little bit longer. That's okay. 
Regardless, I want to thank you for spending some time with me today. I, I always appreciate you. And whether it was a piece of advice or just a little inspiration, I hope that you gleaned some value from this episode. Uh, if you've been listening, uh, you know, I, I play little games and do little different things. And uh, for a while there, I'd been uh, doing a game, I think it was last season, where I was asking people about um, Pittsburghese. So I'll just say this is a final thanks to Yins for listening. And I'll be downstairs in the kitchen to red up if you need me. All right, guys, this is Dane Seville, brand manager and co-founder of Reunion Marketing, host of the KPI Cafe. This is the last episode for a few weeks, so we'll talk soon. Take care, everyone.